Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Hello, 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 sweet pleasure seekers. Oh, did you just show up on the pleasure zone? You did. That's why I'm calling you a pleasure seeker. Um, if you think you've come to the right place, you have. If you're like, what am I doing on this thing called the pleasure zone? I tried to click on something about flowers because it said nature. Um, yeah, yeah, it's all good. You're in the right place. No matter what, you're in the right place. <laughs> if you found this somewhere, your intuition led you here to the show where we talk about, you know, we talk about pleasure, we talk about bodies, we talk about all kinds of things that have to do with history and anthropology and sociology and psychology, and we talk to people and experts and all kinds of things, and today I'm talking to you, and that's it. It's just me and you. We're all talking to each other. Just I'm going to be feeling you out, and I'm going to be talking to you guys. So I don't have a guest on today. My guest is me. And I have been having guests on lately, and I will be having actually a guest on on um, an episode that I'm doing in October. Actually, I'm having a guest that was a host on our show before, uh, one of our uh, shows on the network before. Her name is Cher. She'll be my guest coming up in uh, October. I'm looking forward to that. She has not been on my show yet. So uh, there are times when guests do show up. My actually unofficial guest is my lover. Uh, he's sitting in bed with me right now. He's my sexy monkey. So the fun thing is, is he's my uninvited guest, but he's sort of always invited, so he's just hanging out with me tonight. Um sort of listening in, but also sort of like totally diving into playing Candy Crush, so you know how it goes. So so tonight we're going to be talking about nature, nudity, and naughtiness, because what else does a girl talk about who lives in nature, who randomly gets nude and runs through her own fields? You talk about nature, nudity, and naughtiness, right? Well, nature and nudity are not new to me. I don't know if nature and nudity are new to you, but they're not new to me. And when I have to say that my very first, um, I wouldn't necessarily memories because they were photos of me. The very first uh, photos of me when I was that I remember where I was naked in nature, I was probably a year and a half old. I could run at the time, um, and I was I was pretty. Um, pretty upset and for some reason my mom found my my temper tantrum of upsetness very amusing so I had all these photos and back in the 70s you could take pictures of your kids running around with their butts and it wasn't considered pornography like it is so much considered pornography today because it's a whole different level these days Um, so there was my little naked butt running through some trees holding my blankie and just crying my eyes out because you know 
just trying to connect to the world, damn it. It was just a really stressful time. I don't remember the pain of it, thank God. But I have to say that picture had led to some therapy back in the day. Um, I think one of, you know, when I was in my early 20s and I was going for, I went to so much therapy in my life, one of my therapy sessions was actually triggered by this photo. And the therapy session was really like me getting into that little girl who was so upset that nobody understood uh, how angry and powerful I was. Um, mostly how powerful I was, so mad that I have this body that's so freaking tiny that nobody believed that I could destroy things with my looks or that I could, like, be, you know, I could make flowers grow just by smiling at them. Like, I knew there was something in me that I knew I was, like, a super potent beast. And having people diminish that by laughing at me, especially laughing at me in my total naked awesomeness was really upsetting to me and it was interesting that the picture was something that was such a trigger so I remember going through these photo albums my my mom was moving or something we were going through a bunch of stuff and I found this and I was like why why would you do that to me why would you take a picture of me when I was like naked and crying and like running naked through a field crying with my blankie and like the world and she just thought, in her point of view, was that I was really cute and funny. Um, and it was hilarious to her how, like, intense I was. But it was not hilarious to me. And I think what happens a lot of times is that when we're really little and we do that nudity thing that it comes so naturally to most people is that we get teased, ridiculed, taunted. We get in positions where we feel like we can't ever do that again because who wants to be teased or ridiculed? So that, although that um, that memory itself is not like a tangible memory, it's somewhere in my molecules that, you know, when I could dive into it in therapy and like get what was going on and why was I so upset and what was I so aware of, but it took me longer to get what was I so aware of because my therapist at the time didn't really have that language. They were more like, feel the fear, feel the anger, and like, feel it to heal it. There was a lot of feel it to heal it going on back 25 years ago or so. And in that feel it to heal it mode, there was so much anger and there was so much sadness. And I was so aware of how my parents didn't like each other. And I was so aware of so many things going on around me that were really they really bothered me and for me the answer was um get naked and run away and uh, i did run did the runaway thing for quite a while after that it was like i would always run away to nature um as much as i could f- I get there you know as much as even though i was too small to cross the street i wasn't allowed to do that i would run around in circles and then i would you know hide in the bushes uh, hide in nature. I would hide in whatever nature I could find. So there was something so comforting too about that. Um, and there's something very comforting for most bodies to be in nature. And there can be something that's so comforting for bodies to be in nature and be nude. And there's also such a level that people have projected onto it as being naughty. So when you look at your first memories of being naked, 
um, whether it was as a child or whether it was as a teenager or now, maybe as an adult, where you allowed yourself to be completely fully exposed, physically fully exposed in nature. How did that feel? Did your body thoroughly enjoy it? Did it revel in it? Did you celebrate it? Were you looking for, you know, all the satellites to try and find you? Were you looking for drive-by people just taking photos of you? Were you on high alert or were you paranoid? Like what was the energy for you? And I get that a lot of people do have sort of a um, a fear or paranoia energy around about being naked in nature, especially in somewhere where they could potentially get caught. There's also, uh, there are definitely people who do it purposefully to get caught, right? And that's a whole other kind of conversation. Um, but what we're looking at tonight is how, for one, how is it that we turn something so innocent and so beautiful into something that was scolded or ridiculed? How did we turn something that was so absolutely natural to being born naked to somehow within few minutes of being born you're out, you know, covered in clothes? Most people, um, you're born and you're automatically covered. You got that diaper on. You're covered in cloth. Everything that could um, be celebrated about your beautiful body that took, you know, on average 40 weeks to build inside your mother's womb. Everything about that is now being covered and it's become complicated. And it just it's like it becomes complicated almost immediately. So how do we allow ourselves to be naturally who we are, to be allow ourselves to be vulnerable with that energy that is like nudity? Allowing yourself to be vulnerable is the equivalent of like walking around with no clothes on. Allowing yourself to be totally vulnerable is basically a really naughty thing to do because people don't do it and it's just weird allowing yourself to be that vulnerable to be like you're walking around naked is actually the pretty much the equivalent of having somebody literally walking around showing off their breasts or their bum or their genitals and like if you're willing to be that vulnerable people will see that and they almost judge it a lot of people will judge it and is that okay with you are you willing to be so vulnerable that people will judge the crap out of your vulnerability are you willing to be so totally nude with yourself so absolutely connected to yourself to your body and to nature that you almost scare people, that people point at you and they make fun of you or they think that everything you're doing is so wrong and bad and, and awful. I know that, um, and I won't name names, but I do have family members who have um, have the opinion that nudity is very wrong and that's that's fine. That's their choice and that's their opinion. Um, and and then I have other family members who could literally be nudists. And one of the things that I found is that the people who could be nudists, who raise their kids with a sort of um, admiration, to have an admiration for their own body, to enjoy their own body, those people are raising kids who 
have a heck of a lot easier time relating to people. This is only my opinion and my assessment. They have an easier time relating, an easier time connecting. And I also see that they have a sort of joy of embodiment in the ones who are raising their kids to judge their bodies um, as wrong, evil, bad, and naughty are raising kids who are having a lot of judgment of themselves and others, highly critical of their own actions, highly critical of everything that they do. And, you know, I, I get that it's not all because of the nudity, but I do get that there's a huge component when you look at somebody and tell them that their body is wrong or that it's naughty to have that body that you have, that that, I mean, that's what you came into this life for, was to have a body. So if everything that you came into this life to have as this body or receive through this body is so naughty and wrong, then essentially you're naughty and wrong. It's a funny little equation, but that's kind of how we get to that. So what if we didn't see nudity as wrong, awful, and bad? I do know that there is you know, there's there is a lot of stuff going on in the world right now where um, there is stuff like child porn going on and there is stuff like pornography in general where people haven't agreed to the pornography, so it's been, like, forced upon them. And there's a lot of stuff going on in the world where nudity has become uh, something almost of a weapon. Uh, so if somebody has a photo of somebody who's nude and they're using it as a weapon um, against... Uh, the person. I'm, I'm mentioning that in particular because there was an amazing show on the Inspired Choices Network this morning on the SOAR experience where they talked about um, basically like a digital um, security with your kids. And I don't, I'm not getting the exact word correct the way that she refers to it. Um, the guest today was a woman who, her name is Charlene, on the SOAR, on the SOAR experience, and she talked about how there's a rise in child pornography. And I thought that was interesting that she was talking about that. Um, and here we are talking about nudity. And I'm looking at how we can take it away from being wrong. But also I, I, I'm not trying to ex, you know, to encourage exploitation in any way. So how do we not exploit each other and how do we enjoy each other uh, without exploitation and without all this paranoia and without any... Um, naughtiness or wrongness attached to it and how do we bring this energy back to the world that was something that we came into this life with and somehow it got twisted and demented and perverted and I'd like to know what, what can we do to change that right so that's where I'm at right now like what can we do to change this attitude so we're going to head to our very first commercial break you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life. 
and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaJelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. Tonight, we're talking about nature, nudity, and naughtiness. And I do like, you know, titles with a few words in it, and I do like titles that have beginning with the same letters, and I like all of that. Um, and this one wasn't just nature and nudity. This one was that there had to be this element of naughtiness uh, in it, too. And I'd actually created this title way before I, I had listened to the show uh, this morning on the SOAR experience about um, safety, digital safety with your children. And it um, was very fascinating to me. I mentioned um, to my friend and producer tonight uh, that I felt like this show was kind of like going in strange directions. Um, but I felt it necessary to kind of talk a little bit about that whole aspect of um, child porn because it is something that's um, I don't even know how much people realize uh, the level that that's at but please do go listen to um, to the sore experience so that you can hear really like the the level of of what that is it's like and what constitutes it and what you can be arrested for regarding that. Um, even if your kid used your phone and sent a picture to somebody else of their naked body, you are in trouble for distributing porn. Like there's so much to it, or even their phone that's in your name, and they do that. You're actually responsible for that. So there's there's strange things going on that we've um, we now have access to that have actually created way more uh, naughtiness when it comes to nudity that we've ever had before you know nudity before um, was usually something that was in the home or at a nudist resort or you know in the bathhouses of Rome but there wasn't really nudity that was something that was um, that extreme yes there's always been naked art for thousands of years we've had 
art that's been nudity uh, related. Like in the Kama Sutra, there are depictions of naked people. Ancient Greece, they're just well known for their ancient depictions of of uh, wild orgies and different uh, sexual acts. And all of that uh, is, is all fascinating art. Um, those depictions were as close to what they would have had for pornography as we have now. And it's really, it's really something that I feel um, that the more that we've made things naughty, the less we've been able to really value each other for you know the beauty of the body, for the beauty of each other, because it's become, in some sense, perverted or wrong. You know, so the naughtiness has made it perverted and wrong, or it's also the presentation of it. So the way that you present uh, one naked body can be considered beautiful art and natural. And if you, if you present that same body with a different context or what somebody would call like a vulgar context, it then becomes pornography. There's such a fine line between those. And I did do a show years ago on the difference between art and pornography. And you can feel free to go back and search for that in my archives. And I think I literally called it art and pornography, um, something to that effect. So so um, one of the comments um, from Rhonda, actually, in the chat room, um, as I was going through my, my brain, feels so, there's like so much information right now that I feel is so pulling in two directions, like the yay to naughty nakedness and the nay to no more nakedness camps. Like there's such a division going on. Um, and Rhonda's comment was that um, that she felt that that my my uh, concept wasn't lost on her that with the contraction of acceptability and embracing nudity and freedom with our bodies that human trafficking and pornography has escalated we lock it into closets and in the dark it festers she writes explodes and then runs rampant yeah so there is a contraction of acceptability and embracing nudity. So what is that? What what does it become that now we have so much access to it that it's actually almost a repulsion uh, in some ways and then people are making it so wrong? It's almost like when you look at cultures where people uh, hide their bodies more and you look at um, some of the Islamic cultures where women are hiding their bodies that even showing your eyes is naughty or your ankles is very naughty um, and very alluring at the same time. So you can imagine that um, that accepting certain things in those cultures would be like accepting, for them, nudity would be kind of extreme. It would only be done behind closed doors, though I'm sure there's lots of pornography out there within those groups as well. Um, I know, I know that there is, but, but whether uh, you know whether it's widespread or not is a whole other topic. So, what can we do to allow ourselves to start to expand rather than contract? What can we do to allow ourselves to to actually embrace not necessarily nudity as like it doesn't have to be full-on nudity but what if we can embrace bodies just the concept of bodies as something that could be 
could be beautiful. Not that they have to be. What if we could see them as art, as beautiful sculptures that we admire rather than something that we are um, using as sometimes as a weapon, sometimes as a tool. I see people use their bodies as weapons all the time. Sometimes I see them use their bodies as a tool to get what they want. Um, neither of those is wrong, but I'm just wondering um, if there's a way that we could allow ourselves to begin to just see beauty in them as well. Um, beyond all the other things that these bodies can do, can we begin to see the beauty in them? Begin to see that all naked bodies are in their, ultimately in their nature, in their natural form. They are not naughty, they're just naked bodies. It's funny because if somebody dies and their body is probably being prepared by, um, you know, either, you know, having an autopsy or maybe that body is being prepared in a funeral parlor or being prepared for cremation or something like that, um, I bet you most people who are looking at those bodies, unless they have necrophilia as their sort of modus operandi, if they're not necrophiliacs, I bet you they're just looking at those bodies as bodies. And they're just like, hey, that was a body. And now we're just going to dress up the body and make it look good, and then we're going to just send it off. Somehow when there's life in those bodies and they're naked, they become very naughty. It's strange. It's like once there's like there's animation to these naked bodies, they're very naughty. So what is what is it that is like not just the body, but then there's energy in those bodies that makes them very naughty? Um, or it's how they're presenting themselves or standing. Maybe it's our posture. Like what is it that's actually creating this um, sort of retaliation against nudity? But at the same time. Um, there's extreme nudity going on. Like, I can't tell you how often I get, um, you know, have, don't even have to ask for them. I can't even tell you how often I get way uh, excessive amounts of nudity being gifted to me. Um, and I'm like, wow, I don't even know what to say about that. I don't even think that's the person that's sending it to me. They just find pornography on the Internet and then just forward it. Somehow I just get forwarded all this stuff. So, you know, I don't I don't really get the point of that kind of nudity. I get that if you're outside um, in nature, for example, let's just say like you're in nature and you're just like thoroughly like your body's happy, you're enjoying it. You see men all the time take off their shirts in the middle of, uh, you know, hot day, could be on the beach, could be outside. They'll take off their shirts. It's good to go. Um, and in uh, in Ontario, especially in the Toronto area of Canada, women have the right to take off their shirts, but you don't see it so much anymore as you did when the law first passed over 22 years ago and bare breasts were being shown everywhere across the city. Uh, you could walk around and women were just shown off their knockers. It was quite an event. <laughs> but now, even though that law still holds, we don't see that so much. Um, even now, still, even mothers who breastfeed still get harassed even though we have every right to show our boobs off on the hot days. I think there was like uh, definitions to when you could take your shirt off. Men can take them off anytime, but women could take them off at a certain temperature. If it was really hot, they were allowed to do the same thing. It was such a ridiculous law. I'm amazed that it actually stayed in place. 
Um, and now, and then at the same time, women who were nursing had to fight for the right to nurse, even though there you are, natural, uh, partially nude. I mean, half the time you can't even see a woman's breast when she's nursing. If the baby's going for it full time, you see no nipple because that baby is like at it, like a professional. And so there's really nothing that you're seeing that would constitute pornography. A lot of things that constitute that would be showing nipples or you have to show um, vulva. I think you have to show actually uh, labia or something to that effect. And with men, you have to actually show a penis uh, or testicles. I'm not sure. So there are certain things that constitute pornography. And then there are certain things that don't, like a man bearing his chest on the Internet is totally fine. If a woman does it and shows her nipples, that is a, that is just so naughty. And I find that amusing. I actually have a friend on Instagram who's like, she's gone um, far into left field on this topic, and she's really adamantly like pushing all of her body parts on different close-ups to just uh, get a point across. Um, and a lot of her posts get pulled after like a few hours, so I won't even bother saying her name for you guys to go find her. Um, but she she does get a lot of her posts pulled because she is just trying to say like, do you even know what you're looking at here? Like, what part of my body do you think this is? And sometimes it could be like, for example, her armpit, but she could take a picture of in such a way that you might think that it's something completely different. You know, you might think that it's. Um, a fold uh, that might be representing her vulva. Like, it's really hard to say. Some of them are very obscure. Um, And the ones that are, to me, that crack me up are, like, the ones that are so obviously what they are. Uh, You know, it could be, like, her breasts, but then she doesn't show nipples. Those ones can stay because she's not showing nipples. It's bizarre. Um, So the things that um, people are fighting for... Some people are fighting for the right to be nude. Other people are fighting against nudity because it's actually encouraging more pornography. So there's like this massive conversation going on in the world that's very split on this whole concept. So I would love to hear uh, feedback from any of you guys who are listening tonight. If you're listening live uh, with me, feel free to call in. If you are listening live but you're too shy to call in, you can always join the chat room and write some questions. I'd like to hear which camp do you fall under. Or are you kind of in a gray area where you're like, nudity is great sometimes, and there's certain ages and stages where if you're doing that, that it's not appropriate um, I'd like to hear what you guys all think. What is, you know, what is A-OK? Like, when is it OK to be naked and when is it not OK to be naked? I'd love to hear your points of view on that. So so uh, find a way to connect. That would be great. We're going to actually head to our next commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. 
you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaJelenic.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. We are talking about nature, nudity, and naughtiness today. And one of the things I mentioned before break was that I mentioned that, you know, there's a lot of conversation going on in the world around nudity, um, you know, exploitation, when is it okay? You know, do we have the right to be naked when we want to be? And I really, truly wonder, what's your opinion? I'd love to hear from you. Um, if you aren't joining me today, listening live, if you'd love to write me a note, I'd love to hear from you. You can also comment on um, the YouTube channel. Uh, we'll actually have a way that you can comment. Or if you find this on Facebook in the uh, after uh, this has been live, it'll actually be posted in many different places and you'll find it on different podcast places where you can write your comments and you can also write your comments directly to me as well. You can write to me on my website, melitzajelenic.com or you can send me an email. You can write to me at melitzajelenic at hotmail.com uh, or you can write to me on Facebook. Anyway, just let me know what you're writing about, nature, nudity, and naughtiness. If you title it that, then I'll know the topic. I won't ignore you or I won't, um, you know, <laughs> just put you in spam like I do to some people. So let me know that you want to talk about that. I'd love to hear about it. So in your life, what's your experience? In your life, are you one of those people who, you know, when you were a baby up until the age of two, it was totally natural to be naked and you were allowed and it was okay. And then somewhere you got potty trained and then nudity was wrong. And I, I actually have a little niece who's a complete nudist. And she just like, wherever she is, those those diapers come off and that girl, she's streaking around and she's having a great time. Outside, inside, doesn't matter. She's like a naked wonder and she... 
she's just awesome. She cracks me up, and she comes to visit every once in a while. She she came to visit recently, but then a few months ago when they came to visit, um, it was it was a pretty nice day. It was like April, and she was just having a great old time, and she was tired of the whole concept of a diaper. So it was like outside, and she was running around diaper free. And she just chilled out, laid back on a rock, and just let the sun just hit her genitals. And I was like, damn, girl, that sounds like a lot of fun. Like, I think you're onto something here. And she was just, like, laying back, chillaxing. I'm like, there's the life. Now, how many of us would, like, just love to do what she's doing, just laying back, chillaxing, having the sun hit your genitals, I think. I think we all would like that. And, um, you know, if you did it, uh, at this stage and age of your life, uh, you might get arrested. You might, unless you're in your own privacy of your own backyard. But if you have nosy neighbors uh, who are calling on you, uh, looking over the fence, then it might not be as fun or easy to get away with that. Luckily, I live in the middle of nowhere. And so it's easy for me to run in my backyard naked when I feel like it and then run back. Um, and this this episode was actually inspired from, um, I sent it in, it was like after like I went for a walk, and my husband's sitting beside me right now, so he's hearing this story for the first time, but I went for a walk into the woods last week, and I was just like, oh, screw it, and I just took my clothes off and went for a walk. And then, yes, I did, I just got the look. <laughs> and um, it was rather enjoyable. I started getting my bum got like bit by some bugs, and then I laid down in the grass to just have like a meditation slash like masturbation meditation. You know how it goes when you're in a field, and then like the grass is a little bit crunchy in our area because it's actually a hay field. Um, but we we have a sacred spot in our property that's our sacred hay field spot, so we hadn't christened it in a while because um, there needs to be a regular christening that goes on. So I, I had to go take care of the land, and so I did. And, you know, luckily for me, like, anybody could drive by and would never notice anything going on on my property, uh, pretty much. Um, you know, like, I could probably have 10 extra houses in my backfield, and nobody would ever notice it. So there, this show was actually inspired by the nature nudity walk that was, you know, in some people's opinions, possibly naughty. But um, for me, it was actually something that uh, every once in a while, my body is just like, go do this. And I'm like, all right, I'm off. I'm doing this, uh, creating my own uh, naked nature resort here on my own. It's just like me walking around random. Um, No, if you drive up, you're not going to find me naked around my property. It's probably not going to happen. Um, that your chances are slim because I can hear cars coming from far away and I can hear them driving in my driveway. <laughs> Even when I'm like a kilometer into my property, I can hear them. I tend to get dressed and get back up. Unless I'm trying to like scare, you know, possibly the Jehovah's Witnesses. But my mom's already taken on that job of getting naked for the Jehovah's and then they they don't come back. That's her tactic. But um, I haven't tried that tactic, but it is a well-known and well-proven tactic that nudity can actually get away a lot of people who come to your door. So what I recommend, though, is that if you've never been naked outside, 
I totally encourage you to do so because the chances are your body is going to love you for it. The, your body is going to be so grateful for it. And one of the things that I'm aware of is that our body is super connected to the earth. And I've been really uh, keen on listening to things about earthing lately. And, and I'm just fascinated by all of the science and all the information behind uh, the practice of earthing, which is really connecting with the earth if we're going to just simplify it. And um, and we just we lack that so much when we're wearing things on our feet like rubber soles. Um, so we're not getting all that connection to the vibrations of the earth directly. So nudity lying on the earth, um, bare feet on the earth even. If if you don't want to go fully naked, just go bare feet. Just start there. Ooh, that's even naughty to a lot of people. Bare feet on the earth for so many people is actually like such a no-no because they were told that's so dirty and you don't walk around barefoot. Um, just even just try that barefoot thing outside. And and if, you're, if you've done that and you're like, mm, I love that, try one more step further. Take those shirts off, barefoot shirt off. And if that excites you, go one step further and take it all off. Go for a little walk. Uh, not in the public. I'm not going to get blamed for anybody's public uh, nudity here, but, you know, you can either go to... Um, you know, go to, maybe you have a friend who has a hunting cabin, you can go there. Maybe you've got friends who have property that you can go on. Maybe you've got property that you can go on. Maybe you have a place by a lake and you just want to, like, go out in your boat and get naked and lie there and just reap in the sun and all the awesomeness. Everybody's got their way. So, um, and if you don't have your way, you can borrow some of my ways, and my way is, like, going for a walk in my Walk in my bush, that's what I do. So I encourage you to go find how you can go for a walk in your bush, too. Maybe it's just you wearing your bush and that's it, walking in the bush. It could be like that. And and what I do want to point out, though, is that um, I'm really trying to encourage you to have fun with this. It's not about, again, it's not about like going out with people who are... It's not even about going out with others. It's not about having to be um, showing this off. This is just about you connecting with the earth, you and nature, and that's it. It's when we start to add other people and other people's opinions into it that it starts to get redonkulous. It's when you start to get people going, well, that's just dumb. Why would we do that? Or, well, that's just not like, you don't need anybody's opinion to go do this. If this entices you, then go for it. Um, And if it doesn't entice you, don't do it. If you do feel that it's extremely naughty, I'd like you to look at that. What is it that makes nudity so naughty? If you really, really, truly believe that there's something that's so wrong and bad about it, but you're willing to shift your point of view on that, start asking some questions like, whose opinion is that anyway? Like, truly, whose crap am I buying here? Because it's great to have manure if you're trying to grow a garden, but the rest of the time you don't need other crap. You, You probably have enough of your own crap. So just let that crap go, and then you can start choosing something that would be way more fun for you. So what would be fun for you? Would it be fun to go out in nature, get naked, explore, play, run, dance, skip? There's so many things you can do, even just lying in the grass or lying in the hay, as I have. A little bit scratchy, kind of buggy, lots of fun. Um, You can totally choose that and just let your body 
receive and receive from the earth, from the sky, from even from the bugs. It's fun because when you actually are lying there naked and a bug's crawling on you, if you resist it and start getting mad at it, it will probably bite you. But if you just lie back and receive it, I've learned, I've been learning how to receive from the bugs and uh, just to try and get them to annoy me a lot less. So I'm trying my best receiving from the bugs. One day I'll be able to receive from mice too, but right now I'm just working on the bugs. And so I do want to have a little bit more conversation about um, how we can sort of evaluate where, you know, where is it going to be okay for you, for your kids, for, you know, people in your life who are being told that what they're doing is naughty and let's not shame people for their choices. So we're going to have that little conversation after our our next commercial break, which is coming up now. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial break. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melissa Yelenich where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at... InspiredChoicesNetwork.com or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaYelenich.com Now, back to the program. Hello, sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. Today we've been talking about nature, nudity, and naughtiness. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about this very last segment is how a lot of times this whole concept of naughtiness has actually been um, impelled on us. And the concept of being naked and making that naughty has totally been impelled on us and perpetuated for a really long time. Um, it's been, you know, historically perpetuated different ways. So what I'd like you to do is, if you're a parent or if you've had a parent, is to look at, First, if you've been a parent and if you've made any of your kids wrong for being naked or choosing nudity um, or enjoying their own body, will you please, like, just everything about that, just take all the garbage that you ever said to them and just take it and flush it down this massive tornado of a toilet. Just energetically, you just, like, vomit it in there and let it go down this massive toilet and just let all that energy just like swirl around and around and around until it's gone. 
And if you have more vomit to vomit up and flush that shit down the toilet, you just do that. You just flush it because it's, it's one of these things that you might have more thoughts that arise and arise and arise. But the more you flush it, the more you realize that, wow, there was truckloads of it. I mean, you can even ask the truckloads to just show up and dump those as well and just let those keep dumping and flushing and they will just start to transmute. Like you stick pee into a toilet and pee plus water is diluted pee. So it's actually changed its its chemical formulation somewhat. So you stick, you know, your own emotional crap into a toilet, it's going to start to change its formulation as well. So you can start to to diffuse some of the stuff and you can start to really get it to just clear up and clear up. So flushing it down a toilet energetically is a really easy thing to do. You just grab it and chuck it in, flush it away. So I say that because we do that as parents. We impel our kids with crap all the time. And so and we have been impelled with that crap for lifetimes. So how about you take all the stuff that was also impelled on you by your parents about everything that you've ever done when you were naked, to get naked, to stay naked, when you were naked, all that stuff that you were so naughty about. Take all the crap that was impelled on you and projected at you, and you're going to just grab it before it hits your body, and you're just going to grab it and chuck it down the toilet. Because none of that stuff is actually true. Now, the only way that it is true for you is that if you agree to it. So if it's truly something in your heart that you think, yes, nudity is very wrong, then I'm actually not sure why you're still listening to this show. But that's cool if you are. It's just confusing to me that you would spend your time on it. But if you're thinking this nudity thing is something that I'd like to get into more, but I haven't given myself permission and I've been made so wrong for it my whole life, or even desiring it, I felt so embarrassed about it, or I felt like this is like a big deal for me, then, you know, all that crap that you're holding on to, flush it too. Because this stuff that you're holding on to that's making everything that you choose be naughty or everything that you'd like to choose be naughty is stopping you so much from having joy and stopping you so much from having pleasure. So some people will choose naughty on purpose because they just, you know, they like to be so-called troublemakers, but they're not actually choosing from freedom of choice. They're choosing from having to resist and react to something. They're having to fight somebody to go, oh, yeah, you think I'm naughty? Oh, yeah, I'm going to do it just to piss you off. You know, So that kind of retaliation energy is not always the easiest energy to work with, and it's not always um, so fun or, or fast. It can be something that when you just choose it for you, not as a retaliation it's just so much more fun and joyful and playful. So I want to definitely have a conversation in the future some point talking about um, the pornography bit of it as well. But for now, we're just going to look at nudity as something that's potentially playful and fun, something that we're choosing not to exploit each other with. Like, what if we didn't exploit each other? What if we just enjoyed bodies and we didn't have to run around exploiting people? What if there weren't, you know, what if we didn't have to worry about predators, though they do exist? What if, um, and what are some signs of those? We will have to have that conversation. But for now, as adults, having this conversation, um, 
this conversation is just about how you parent your kids and what you're projecting onto them so that in future they will have choice whether they choose nudity or not and it doesn't have to be something they're retaliating against you on like you always said that nudity was so naughty so I'm going to do it just to make you mad and I'm going to get naked in front of everybody and anything just to piss you off because guess what, kids will do that if you make the nudity thing really, really wrong, they're going to retaliate and they're going to start putting up pictures of themselves everywhere. And it's going to be basically in retaliation to whatever you were trying to tell them they were so wrong about. When you do make it um, as an option, it doesn't have to be the only option like we are a family of nudists. It doesn't have to be the only option. It can be just a choice. When you don't have it as the only option or the only wrong thing, then you have a lot more, um, they have a lot more choice and there's a lot more available to all of you. So I'm really looking at creating possibilities on the planet for more pleasure and more joy of embodiment. And I know that we can have that when we stop, you know, pointing fingers at each other or saying that that behavior is naughty and wrong. Um, there are some things that do need to be addressed on the planet to kind of create more awareness for sure. And maybe some of those predators out there who were told that they were very, very wrong their whole lives, maybe they would have had a different um, way of growing up or being, or who knows what would have been different for them if if they weren't um, maybe told they were really wrong all the time too. It's hard to say. We don't really have enough information on that. But I like to think that we all have the possibility to be kinder. I like to think, and maybe I'm naive, that we all have the possibility on this planet to be gentler and kinder to each other and that we don't have to exploit each other. So that's just my fantasy world. What's your fantasy world? Do you would like you like to be in a world where, you know, we can be like walking in nature naked and it's not wrong? Would you like to be in a world where that is something that never happens. Like, what reality is exciting for you? What reality is something that you would like to be part of? And I don't know if you guys have heard my commercials for sexual magicism. Um, that is something that I'm going to be uh, opening up to the world very soon in the next few weeks. I'm really excited to be able to have that on my website, so that's something you can check out. And next week we'll have another great topic. I think we're going to be talking about the energy of organite, organ, and orgasms. Um, I think so. I think that's going to be the topic. And so until next week, remember to stay turned in and tuned in. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.